Well, mushroom poisoning has become a growing problem as people go foraging for them with very little experience and knowledge of what's actually safe to eat and what is not. So joining us on the line is Grace Boxshaw, whose field of study at the University of Melbourne is mushrooms. Good morning, Grace. Good morning. How hard is it to tell edible mushrooms apart from poisonous ones? It can be surprisingly tricky. So there's no one rule to, you know, say whether a mushroom is going to be edible or poisonous. It really comes down to being able to identify the mushroom that you're looking at and then being able to read up on the literature and find out if people have died or become ill after eating it. Grace, I love a hike. I love a good hike out into the Dandenongs or up up into Wood End and I see a lot of mushrooms, right? And I look at them and I go, oh, am I going to put that in my kind of next risotto or not? Probably won't risk it. How many species are there of mushrooms? And out of those, how many are poisonous? Oh, uh, that is a tricky question. So we are still working out how many mushrooms are present in Australia. So we're estimating between 50 and about 250,000. So quite a lot. It's a lot. But so far we have only discovered, let's say, about 12,000 of those. Oh, my goodness. That's amazing. Yeah, it's a very small percentage. And because we we don't know them all, we don't know if they're edible or safe to eat at all. Well, Grace, hi, Grace. What are the highly poisonous mushrooms? What do they look like and where are they located? Yeah, so this one depends a bit on how you how you define highly poisonous. So the ones that are most likely to kill you, for example, will be the death cap, so Ammonita phylloides. There's some related Ammonitas that are also uh, in Australia, and these ones are native. But we've got a couple of other genera as well that are quite toxic. Um, in terms of identifying death caps, which are the main one to think about, uh, they typically grow under oak trees although you can occasionally find them under beech trees. They've got white gills um, and their cap is sort of pale yellow, olive or green with a sort of a metallic sheen to it. Uh, They've got a white stem with a ring around the stem and they sit in like a cup uh, just below the ground. Grace, I always fascinated that that mushrooms growing out in the wild, how some are poisonous and some aren't. What, 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 What changes it? There's a lot of different theories. I guess it's a bit like how some plants are poisonous and some plants aren't. Uh, So they all work a little differently based on how they've evolved. But uh, one of the theories is that poisonous mushrooms are protecting their spores before their spores are ready to be shed. Uh, Because once uh, once a mushroom is mature, it releases spores and from those spores, new fungi will grow. So they don't want them to be eaten by something before they're ready to be dispersed. Another another theory is that it can actually aid in spore dispersal. So once the uh, mushroom is mature, sometimes, you know, if a mushroom can cause gastrointestinal irritation, for example, after eating it, if something comes along and eats the spores or eats the mushroom containing the spores, gets a bit of an upset tummy as it wanders along, might have a little bit of diarrhea, oh. and they shed the spore, spread the spores then and possibly fertilise them in the process. Well, it's all very clever on behalf of the mushroom, but for me, I don't like the risk, to be honest. (laughs) I mean, would your best advice be just don't go mushroom foraging at all, or is there a way of doing it safely if this is, you know, a hobby of yours? Yeah, well, I would say that there's always going to be an inherent risk with mushroom foraging. So if you want to avoid any risk whatsoever, your best bet is to, you know, Remove the human aspect of it and uh, purchase your mushrooms from mushroom growers or from the supermarket. 
If you are wanting to forage, though, you really need to know what you're doing. So take time, uh, do workshops, apprenticeships, uh, read field guides, join your local fungal studies or field gnats group and become really, really good at identifying mushrooms. And then when you're out there, be really safe. Stick to what you know. Only consume consume them. Sorry, don't consume yourself. Uh, consume the mushrooms if you're extremely, extremely confident. Mm. Only have small quantities. Cook them if you can. It doesn't always help, but sometimes it does. And just just in case something goes wrong, you want to make sure that you've taken lots of photos of everything. And if you can, keep half of each mushroom in the fridge just in case if something goes wrong and you need to get medical help, you've got photos or even the mushroom so that a mushroom expert or the toxicologist can work out what you've eaten and give, give you the best treatment. That's such great advice. Uh, I think also it's important to share the Poisons Information Centre hotline, which is 131126. Um, of course, just be really safe out there. Thank you so much uh, for that great information, Grace. You're very, very welcome.